the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate podcast. I'm your host, Patty Teal. You're really going to enjoy today's guest. John Stokinger is the Senior Business Development Manager at Hopper Homes, and Matteo Bradford is the Director of Strategic Development at Ad Ease Rentals. Together, they host a podcast called No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, which gives listeners an unfiltered look into the global vacation rental and short-term rental industry with a focus on news and culture. How fun. Welcome, you guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Great, great. So we usually start with people's stories, and I know you guys have separate stories, but somehow they came together um, to form this podcast. And so I'd love to hear about how that happened and how you got into this space in the first place, the short-term rental space. Which of you would like to go first? Mateo tells our story of meeting the best, so I'll, okay. I'll, let, I'll let him tell this. <laughs> I'd like to start the show with a bang. Yeah, so John and I met back. Uh, so we both were new to the short-term rental, vacation rental space. Uh, and we b- met at a conference uh, in Pigeon Forge uh, or uh, up in the Smoky Mountains, Gatlinburg, right. Pigeon mm-hmm. Forge. We were at an industry conference and we used to call ourselves, forgive us, like, you know, no disrespect to, to be in this place, but since we were both on the vendor side of the business, I was mm-hmm. working for a company called Rented at the time. Um, and John was working for, you were Ascent. with Ascent. Ascent. Yeah. I, yeah. And so, you know, all of the vendors kind of commingled and hung out together. And then, you know, we would have, you know, drinks and stuff at the bar afterwards. And, John and I, you know, we just, we all kind of just hit it off. And, you know, from conference to conference to conference, we used to call it the Kearney circuit. Like we would always hang out and we would, you know, nobody was like, we saw the, like these similarities of like, nobody intended to get into this business. Nobody intended to get into this space. (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) But we would have, so like, we would all get to, we would get together afterwards at the bar at restaurants and we would have these amazing conversations about our lives and our journeys and what brought us together, what brought us to this space. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, very colorful people with a, with really fascinating backgrounds um, Mm -hmm. that were in the midst of a a changing, uh, I would say a changing industry. Um, but you know, we were having just real conversations about, about what was going on in the industry, you know, about our products, about, you know, the people who, you know, were our peers, colleagues and and people we were learning about and looking up to. And, you know, we just continued to have these conversations. And then, you know, during 2020, well, John and I talked about, it was like, we got it. This is cool. Like there's gotta be a way for us to be able to do. No one else was really doing it. Nobody no one was, was, was right. It, there was, there was lots of tips and tricks podcasts out there. There's lots yeah. of how to, how to make more money, how to right. be successful in Airbnb. Right. There, right. You know, right. you could, you could list 20 different podcasts that are, mm-hmm. are how to better and how to make more money and how to sure. be, you know, from start from point A to point B and how to get there faster and quicker and, and more right. seamless. 
but no one was really talking about the people. No one was yeah. really talking about the culture and, and like yeah. the fabric of mm-hmm. short-term rentals. Right. Um, yes. and, and, and that's what maybe they're still not except for you guys. Oh, well that, and that's why that there was, yeah. there's an opening, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. We, and we, we saw that, you know, one of the best things that we, you know, one of the things we loved about being in this industry and it was kind of like everyone just agreed about like getting into hospitality. It was about the people and, there was so much room uh, for growth and new ideas. And, and, you know, there were traditional podcasts in, in the industry that were very focused on separate aspects of the industry, but there was no one telling people's stories. There was no one, like John said, that was focusing on the culture. Yeah, maybe talking about the products and, and the current events of the days to a certain extent, but no, nothing like what we did uh, and are doing with our podcast today. And, and you know, we we had talked about doing it for a long time and then we just committed to doing it. And, you know, we haven't, we haven't missed a week where we haven't missed oh, a beat and we're continuing to, to dive deeper and, and provide, you know, a platform for people to come and tell their stories, highlight their journey and, you know, talk about the relevant goings-ons of the industry. Um, it just with an unfiltered look, as we like to say. I think, I think a bit to add to that and, you know, why it's been successful is, you know, Mateo and I feed, you know, are, are like brothers. We are brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, we feed off each other, you know, yeah. uh, very well. And, and we're not afraid to ask the hard questions. We're not afraid to ask the questions that might, that other people are. Um, and, and dive mm-hmm. into some topics that might be a little controversial uh, with, you know, we understand like we both have our own jobs where we have to keep everything on, you know, the actually jobs that pay the bills today. Um, But, you know, so we have to, there's a fine line of what we can and cannot do, but at the same time, both of where the places that we work are are super accepting of what we do. And as this, I guess it's a side hustle, Um, but it's a, it's a blast. But it's a side hustle that could help your jobs too. I mean, could help them get publicity if you ever mention that you work for them. I don't know if you do or not. Is that part of the show? Or yeah, does yeah, yeah. No, Eddie's and Hopper get mm-hmm. lots of, of ad-lib shout yeah. outs. Like, you know, I mean, it's just our experience. I mean, sure. it's not like we're like Hopper, ding, or yeah. like Eddie's, ding. No. And like, right, but it, right, but exactly. through, through the yeah. conversations, one of the most important things, you know, for John and I is keeping a level of authenticity um, to our podcast. And, you know, that's around how we do uh, what we do, who we interview, and also, you know, keeping a balance, you know, within the space, we're not picking sides on products, you know, we're not, you know, talking to some people and purposely not talking to others, because they're, you know, not within our space, like our our product lines or our company. So we want to keep that balance respectfully. Um, But there is an authenticity to our, our podcast, that's very important for us to keep. Uh, and we we diligently guard that. Well, I can feel it. You know, it does feel not like a advertised podcast that's trying to mm-hmm. definitely, um, you know, build a business. It's just, it's mm-hmm. something that is really curious about what's going on in the culture and the news. You can feel that for sure. Yeah. I think a big part of it is, you know, why why we did this. It wasn't to go ahead is because we wanted to build a podcast. Mm-hmm. It, and it, it goes back to, we just wanted to, to, to get to know these people better. Like we wanted to understand like the fabric of vacation rentals, like in a deeper way that, you know, that you can't get without having these conversations. I wanted access to CEOs that I wouldn't get access to just in my normal day to day. And I think true, you know, I can say without a doubt that this has opened up doors. My current position at Hopper's was opened. I'm 
90% sure because of what I'm doing here mm -hmm. on top of what I've been, you know, what we've built in, you know, in a normal work. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really been, you know, advantageous for us to keep this going uh, because and these people are awesome. Yeah. And what they're doing is absolutely mind blowing. And, you know, if you're outside of the, the short-term rental vacation rental space and you have like, haven't seen like, like the tech that's come in and, and just like the, the amount of money that is pouring specifically into mm -hmm. our space with VC and funding, it's, it's astronomical. Like, like the amount of funding that's coming here and what, what's going on in our world that most don't even know about. They, the, you think vacation rentals, you think Airbnb. Yeah. And that's just mm -hmm. one company. That's like Kleenex to us. Wow. You know, it's, you know, it's just one small tip of the iceberg. You know, yeah. it, there's so much behind the scenes that's going on that is fascinating. Oh, I'm going to have to start listening because I'm one of those people that really doesn't know about all the new tech that's come and, you know, mm -hmm. the new businesses that are sprouting up. You know, I see them here and there on the internet, you know, and I noticed you've interviewed some of those companies that are, you know, probably competition to Airbnb, but have a little different twist. But other than that, I don't know very much about it. So what's so new and exciting? And also, who is your audience? Are they regular people that travel and stay in these short-term rentals? Or is it people that are more in the business of investing? Who, who listens or everybody? I think today, uh, I guess I'll take this. I think today, mm -hmm. who listens? It's it's industry in our industry. I mean, mm -hmm. it's growing okay. exponentially. Like we've seen the past uh, six months, an an exponential like uptick in in our listenership. Um, and we've mm -hmm. done a lot of things to make sure that we're doing we're going in the right direction. But we are, you know, the property managers and and the workers and you know the tech space that's in our, you know, they're listening. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're, but we're, I wouldn't say today we're at an overall general audience. Now we have mm -hmm. a, a side project we're really excited about, which, which we can't announce now. Um, but that will be coming out in, in the fall into the, the, the holidays, uh, which will be geared towards everybody. Oh, in, um, you're just that, teasing us today. Yeah. This is, just a small <laughs> teaser. this is just okay. a small teaser, but, but the goal with this other project is to introduce, the world of short-term rentals yeah. to just the average everyday Joe and Jane um, that might not be, you know, when you think of, when most people think of short-term rentals, they just, you know, like they think Airbnb and they think maybe they think Verbo and they think, oh, I stayed in this beach, beach house, which wasn't a, a hotel or a condo. It was a, it was a vacation rental, right? Mm -hmm. There's a company, there's multiple companies here, but the largest, uh, one of the largest vacation rental companies in the world has over 40,000 units, mm -hmm. 40,000. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. you know, when you think of, you know, when most people think of vacation rentals, they think of individual hosts renting right. mm -hmm. uh, their home mm -hmm. or they're, they're renting, but, but most property managers that we, we deal with are actually professionally managed property managers yeah. that have 150, 200, 300, a thousand, you know, we mm -hmm. just signed a, a company um at at you know hopper that has over twenty thousand units wow. and we have yeah. distribution rights you know we're, we're, we are another distribution channel for them so like the scale of what the general public thinks or, or how the general public thinks or even most like real estate investors are getting excited because they're seeing some money coming in they're like oh i can turn this into a flip and i can go ahead and turn this into an investment property but they still until you've dip your toe in you see what's actually like the infrastructure behind the scenes you really have no idea right 
Right. And that right. and and that's where to to answer the second part of your question, the tech development has come through. Right now, you're seeing tools um, that property managers can use to optimize their business and and to really organize and run their business in ways where you know we're talking you know the difference between an operating system and a customer like management tool like a property management software system you know being the end result of someone who may have started the business on a ledger sheet or a spreadsheet right now they have you know a a software tool that they can plug into that connects them to channels like hopper like eddies like airbnb like vrbo centralizes everything you know may you know give them tools for their trust accounting how to manage their operation the this housekeeping is, their yeah the housekeeping all of these things guest communication that, yep yeah. guest communication you know is huge right in in the right. tech space and allowing you know managers to optimize and give their teams the tools to ultimately serve these guests right and right. because of the demand of short-term and uh, alternative accommodations hospitality is like we'll call it because it includes short-term your traditional yeah. vacation rental and all of those things uh, they've seen how well over the past uh, even 10 year span that this mm -hmm. side of hospitality is continuing to grow to continuing to better itself what we call the professionalization of the industry mm -hmm. um, which has got vcs and other you know private equity looking at our business in a different way right now they're seeing the opportunity to do well and make large margins within this business and so you're seeing that inflow of cash from private equity and, and venture firms into our industry right well you know it's relatively a new business i mean i know it's been around a while now but um i used to live in santa barbara and i had a house and it had a guest house on one end it had another separate entrance on one end i'm like gosh i wish i would have hung on to that it was a few blocks from the beach and you know nobody was doing those types of rentals at that time right. now it's a total game changer i know we're talking at a small scale with an individual rather than the big companies um you're mm -hmm. working with but it's just you know 10 years ago it was very very new mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. When you talk about technology, I was thinking in a different fashion too. I was thinking like the smart homes. Like right now, I'm staying at my um, my daughter and son-in-law's house, watching my grand dog, and you know everything's so um, you know they know whatever I do. If I accidentally leave the refrigerator open, I'll get a text from Europe. You know the refrigerator's open. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I imagine right. that will be coming to these. Um, short-term rentals it's already well. here it, yeah, it's here. like yeah, yeah. it's full it's you know these property managers have access to keyless entry they have access to thermostat the controls they have access right. to everything there's camera um you know good and bad of that you know but the you know you can't have it in the house but you can have it out out of the house um knowing when people are coming and going and it comes in handy if you know you're a you're a two bed two bath and you know sleep six um but mm -hmm. when they have 16 people coming through the front door um, oh, that's right. a problem. Yeah. Um, so a lot of this tech actually comes in there. There's noise monitoring systems there. Yeah. There's different things. A lot, there's a lot of, um, there there's on our part in, in the professionally managed world of vacation rentals, there's, there's need for advocacy because there are different, uh, munic municipalities bringing the hammer down, um, because of a few bad apples. Right. Um, so, you know, there's regulations that are coming up in, you know, Mateo, it lives in Atlanta and there's a ton of issues in the city of Atlanta and the Metro mm -hmm. Atlanta that, that they're having to deal with. And we're seeing it all across the country. And we're trying to also bring light to the, the advocacy efforts and point them, point individuals and communities in the right direction using 
Um, there's tons of resources out there that, you know, we're happy to go ahead and point people in the right direction. But this is a, with all this money and with all this, the eyes on, you know, our industry as a whole, you know, comes, you know, a need to go ahead and fix these problems, you know, that they're popping up in different municipalities and, mm -hmm. um, both are, are, you know, some of them are, are real, some of our manufactured uh, problems, because, uh, you know, the short term rental space is a scapegoat for, oh. for, you know, what the issue actually is and not looking, you know, looking at what the real reason of, you know, not enough housing or you're too sure. many, you know, the, there's a laundry list, I can go on forever. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that's a lot of what we do is trying to, to put those, you know, that's where you're coming into the culture, right? We're talking a culture of a community. Mm -hmm. And like, and like, how do we live in, you know, like this semiotic relationship because certain communities without, without, you know, they're just vacation rental communities now. Uh -huh. So what happens mm -hmm. if you go ahead and cut that? And now that like those millions and millions of, of travel and dollars are no longer there, you know, and there's, it's super deep. And it is complicated. I understand that. I, I moved here from um, Sedona. I lived there for a while. Okay. And of mm -hmm. course, once you get those uh, short-term rentals going, people can get more money than the long-term rentals. But then a lot mm. of the people that live there work in shops, don't make that much money, and then they can't afford to live there. So it, it, there's both right. sides, and it gets complicated with all the ordinances where you can and cannot have a short-term rental. So I don't yeah. know. I don't. I, do you have an opinion on that, or is it different from I, city to city? I think it is. It's different from city to city. And, mm -hmm. and one of the things I want to just put a, a, an exclamation mark around what John said is like every community is different. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think, you know, when you're looking at the business uh, or the ecosystem that our businesses provide, you know, it is not just yeah, we're not just, you know, rich people within this space. Like mm -hmm. we have communities all over this country from Gatlinburg to the Panhandle coast that are, are places where families go on vacation. Right. right? And when those families go on vacation, they infuse those destinations with, you know, uh, part, you know, with money and jobs. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, what we're seeing now is where even markets that used to just have seasonal traffic now are seeing year round traffic and right. people are staying in short term rentals and they're staying longer and mm -hmm. yes it does you know it, it's a changing you know demographic for those communities but you know I think you have to be able to have realistic conversations about what's really happening what are the real problems what right. like John said are the fabricated problems yes. um, mm -hmm. and you know how as a community do you address those without you know kind of cutting off your nose to spite your right. face and taking because, away people's rights to do what they wish with their property that's well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different conversation Conversation, like especially mm -hmm. the fight that we're having in Atlanta right now, it's mm -hmm. it, it circles around that. But these are the questions that we as an industry um, have to face, and yeah. you know that that includes all aspects of short-term rentals, vacation it, rentals, urban rentals. You and as it, an we're industry, all in this fight together. Right. As an industry, you know, most communities in most you know are not opposed to to regulations that that benefit all. Right. You know, like, like right. it's, it's the regulations that are, are just, you know, you know, mandated and they, and they're, they're shooting from the hip and they're not necessarily like, we understand that there are certain, there are certain practices that certain, you know, individuals or companies are doing that, that isn't necessarily the right way to go about doing things. And, and mm -hmm. how do you go ahead and find that, that equal ground, that the middle line where everyone's happy and yeah. there is, there's a way to do it. Well, um, yeah. 
good because it, it is seems like a bit of a mess right now, like uh, at Santa Barbara where I lived mm -hmm. before. So oh, yeah. <laughs> There, yeah, there. I, 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 yeah, but, very, you know, yeah. Okay, you can have a short term mm -hmm. rental if you're this far from the beach, but if you're one block further, no, 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 you right, can't do right. it. <laughs> so right, it just right. seems kind of arbitrary. Well, but. I think I think as a part of the conversation, John and I are different. Like I, we we work with the professionals, and there's yes. this. Mm -hmm. It's this. It's this kind of the people who are being penalized are actually the people who should be the models. Because if you really look at what people uh -huh. are afraid of, they're afraid of party houses and and mm -hmm. people not being respectful to their neighborhoods and their communities. But when you look at what the professionals in this space are doing, they're the ones that you actually want to model. They're the ones who have That's the technology. True. They're mm -hmm. the ones that, you know, are, are good neighbors, right? Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that, you know, are, want the same things you do. They don't want party houses, right? Mm -hmm. Party houses are bad for everyone. And, mm -hmm. you know, being responsible neighbors. You have organizations like VRMA and others where professionals can, you know, come together, share tips and tricks. There they share tips and tricks on how to do this responsibly, like, uh, and how to do this in a way where we know we're a part of this community. We know we have an impact on this community and we want to be a part of this conversation to bring something sensibly. And one of the best things that I, the way that I put it, I've heard it put is it's the TLC um, that you'll hear VRMA and others say is that, you know, the professionals are taxpaying, local and compliant, oh. right? And starting mm -hmm. in that space. And I think that is the mindset that professionals bring. And th that's why the professionals should be pushed up as the model in these, regardless of what your market is and, and, you know, keeping it local, let them make a decision, but let's do it with all voices at the table and let's do it in a sensible way to where we are making sure that, you know, people's livelihoods aren't being affected on either side, whether you're living there as a resident or whether, you know, you have businesses within that space and you're right. just working to be a good neighbor. Right. Well, you guys work with professionals, it sounds like most often, or that's who you communicate with, but just the whole space in general has become so creative. You yeah. know, come camp in my backyard, you know, uh, it's just like, come stay in my vineyard. You know, there's just yeah. so many different ways and that's got to benefit people who need to make a little extra money and that are helping out someone who wants to have a very different kind of vacation, go to the farm, you know, is that yeah. part of the whole uh, fabric of what you guys represent? Hundred percent. Yeah, it is. it's it's all yeah. you know, and we we talk a lot about professionally managed, but it's it's all part of this fabric, right? You know, there's mm -hmm. we you have to look at the these individual hosts, and and you can look at an individual host truly has anywhere 10, 20, even up to thirty units. You know, I think the a differentiator that most uh, distribution channels. Um, and that's what both Mateo and I work our, our day jobs doing. Mm -hmm. yes. um, are you know you look at it is do they have are they running software mm -hmm. to run their business or are they just pushing to a channel like say Airbnb or like a host or a oh, Verbo right. without having software running it? I guess that's the differentiator. Are they professional or not? Overall, yeah. everyone has more of a tech stack now mm -hmm. and they're like the... And I, and I hate the, the, even making the differentiator between professional and unprofessional because sure. overall now, yeah. you know, everything's been raised to where this is the standard. This, you know, this you have access to these tools, whether you're using a software or not. And overall, the bar is so much higher now. If you want to actually compete, you have to operate at this standard. Mm -hmm. And and to be and to be fair, the industry sees that like a lot of the tools, there are a lot of tools in place to give those hosts or what we call hosts 
um, you know, the tools to manage professionally now to, you know, connect Mm -hmm. to multiple channels, to use software, to run like a business, to run like the bigger management companies do, regardless of their inventory size at, at a rate that's affordable. So like, it's, it's, it's that focus that, you know, technology and progression is bringing to the space, but it's also us being inclusive of them and understanding that, yes, the, the person with two homes or two listings or whether, or the guy with a hundred listings are all in the same boat at the end of the day, especially when you're looking at, you know, regulatory issues and other things mm-hmm. that affect our industry as a whole, mm-hmm. like, we have to be on the same page and pushing towards, you know, these standards, because that's what our community, the the communities are looking for. They want to know whether you're, you know, keeping your generational vineyard down the street or, you know, your condo somewhere in the middle of a beach city, that the professionalization is there, that we're on the same page, that they are focused on, you know, doing the best job that they can, not just for their guests, but also as professionals in the space. Yeah, well, it seems to me that this business is only going to keep just exploding and growing. Do you guys agree? 100%. I mean, 100%. <laughs> it's, you know, wow. every every week we're seeing uh, like a new company get an influx of cash. You know, just this uh, last week, a, a property management software company, mm-hmm. Guesty, uh, they, you know, just get a $170 million raise. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're one, you know, they're one of... 30 property management software, there, there's hundreds, but there's one of 30 prevalent software, you know, property management software companies, you know, working here in the US alone. Um, and, you know, 170 million is not a, a small amount of money. And, you know, and they're, <laughs> maybe well, some, but not, you know, and, and their goal and all these companies goals is to go and, and better, you know, again, keep raising that bar, keep you, mm-hmm. you know, think of, you know, a lot of times we have to put our ourselves in the, you know, in the place of a guest, put in yourself in the mind of a guest. So it's that user experience, it's that guest experience. You know, you, wh- whether you're staying at a hotel um, or you're staying at a vacation rental, you you almost expect the same type of things now. Like you mm-hmm. want the same type of service, you know, you mm-hmm. want clean shit. Want, you know, it's, it's, yeah. we're in, we're all in hospitality, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, and in real estate investors, they are, they are building spec homes specifically now to go ahead for to become vacation rentals and so they're thinking about the guest and user experience right from the beginning Mm -hmm. and you know without thinking of that you know we're going down the wrong path but all this money and all this influx and all you know everything we're doing you know we're i think you know covid had a lot to do with you know most people had experience of vacation rental pre-COVID or maybe half mm-hmm. people. Now I'd say most everyone has had an opportunity or been exposed to vacation rentals because when everyone was afraid to go and stay at a hotel, they all went, you know, they went all went ahead and, and got a family home where they could go and get away from it all, especially lived in a city. You want to get out of the city, get yeah. out of the elevators, get it, you know, get to right. a home. You could work remote. This digital nomad lifestyle now where, where mm-hmm. everyone's working mm-hmm. remote, like we're doing this via a Zoom call, yeah. right? This, it's, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, it's I'm, I'm in, yeah. And John, one of the things I think we did not know is we've only been talking about the U.S. Like this I industry span, spans, spans the globe. Well, it spans ah. the globe. So you have mm-hmm. to think about, you know, people renting their homes and renting rooms in their homes has been, a, has, this has been a business since homes have been in existence. Sure. And yeah. just as markets in the U.S. are very different, you know, you think about global markets in Europe and, and you know, all over the world, this didn't just start. 
Like mm -hmm. this is, and they're in this progression as well, especially right. with this new world that we live in, where to add to what John said, you have people now that have only experienced rent, uh, vacation rentals or short-term rentals. They, they may not have spent time in hotels, right? Like oh. they may not have been on their family trips, like hotels to them, you know, may seem like a business travel thing. Like I, I Interesting. Was, yeah. I was going to ask you, you have has a whole it generation affected, that's traveling differently. Yeah. Has it affected the hotel business yet? I mean, hurt them. And it, has it affected the business in that way? I, I it, it yeah. has made them aware yeah. that, 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 that they need to pivot. They've lifted an eyebrow. Um, <laughs> and um, so th they're pivoting and they're building yeah. more sweet tot style with kitchenettes. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're making, uh, there are certain brands within, you know, higher brands like Hyatt and Marriott and stuff like that, that are, are putting up brands that are definitely geared towards the vacation rental buyer or vacation yeah. rental stayer. Um, so yeah, they're, they're very aware of, of, of what we're doing in the space. And, you know, they have a, obviously have a ton of money to go ahead and build that out yeah. as, as well. Sure. Sure. Well, of course, as you mentioned, people think of, um, Airbnb and Verbo, you know, automatically, are there some new businesses coming up on the horizon that you think we need to take note of that are doing something different or special from the others? Well, I think this is a great segue for us to talk about our businesses, yeah. um, yeah. uh, which I, I guess I'll go first as I work for Hopper, um, Hopper Homes Vertical specifically, and we are in, in a travel OTA. We started with flights um, years and years ago with 95% uh, accuracy. We can go ahead and predict uh, flight prices. Um, this has gone ahead and you know evolved into a booking engine where you can go ahead and book. And I'm sure 95% of the people that are listening to you know, this podcast right now have at least seen or heard of and used Hopper. Um, so Hopper... You know, we're flights, hotels, and cars. We decided to go ahead and and bring homes or vacation rentals into our product offering. So, of January of this year, we we came on to the space with two million homes. Mm -hmm. um, I I got hired with Hopper back in October of last year, and we're we're building out a very competitive model to you know the Airbnbs and the Verbos um, with high aspirations of of being a the the go-to travel app, super app, if you would, uh, for, for the world globally. Um, you know, so my, my role with the company is to go ahead and, and acquire more direct supply or, you know, supply from property managers and from hosts and from all different ways to give more access to, to homes because you're, you know, there are, you know, 80 million downloaded users on Hopper that are booking flights and hotels and cars. And now pops up on the app that, oh, I can get a vacation rental. Wow. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and check that out. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to book that. So, you know, where Hopper is a little yeah. bit different. Some of that is there's millions and millions of daily users already built into the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And the big differentiator, I think, you know, there's tons and I, I don't want to spend the whole, I don't want to <laughs> spend the whole podcast yeah. talking about, it, but the big differentiators. I would say would be it's a close user group. Mm -hmm. So we're we're not competing with marketing dollars. We are an app and we're an app only. Mm -hmm. So we're not pay, you know, competing for pay-per-click SEO, that kind of stuff with different markets. So property managers are more apt to go, oh, okay, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not competing with my marketing dollars already here. These are just new potential new eyes on my inventory. Um, and then what we're bringing with fintech, so financial technologies, um, I guess that's the big thing that you know we're known for. So it's things like price freeze, cancel for any reason, buy mm. now, pay later. 
Um, these are Those things are that are things. yeah that differentiates you, know, you from the others, doesn't it? Yeah, so that's that's mm -hmm. kind of where what Hopper brings to the table. Cool. I got to check it out because actually when I was you know doing a little research on you, I was like, why well, is that related to the flight app? You know, Hopper. I, I thought must be, mm -hmm. but I really didn't know. I have to I have to go on and download the app. I might have it actually. I think I have booked once on hopper so yeah yeah and you're in carrot cash too which is yeah. you've got cute little bunnies and you're in yeah, carrot cash which is, you know. <laughs> very cute graphics and mateo what about yes. you see, at ease so yeah i think one, one of the trends that you're seeing in the industry now you know managers want diversification so you're seeing niche travel sites pop up um that you know could be specialized from anything to lgbtq travelers to oh, travelers okay. who uh may have accessibility issues um there's some tremendous like sites that are growing out of that and our site at ease actually grew out of that niche space um we are a, a, a ota or a booking platform that only services federal government travelers veterans their families first responders so wow. think in the model of you USAA, um, you know, in terms of also having a closed group in which we serve, but most people don't know that if the government is paying for your travel, you can't book on third party platforms like Airbnb, VRBO, you know, um, whether they're moving, whether they're training, whether really? they're going somewhere, yes. they can I book it for no their idea. personal and yeah, yeah. so what so long story short, uh, our founder, Anthony Gant, is a Marine uh, with 22 years of service who just got out in March. He has a family of six, which means it's a traveling family of eight. Uh, and he actually rented a short-term rental uh, while he was moving because his base housing wasn't ready. Um, had a great home with a pool. Uh, it was a great experience for his family until they found out that they were not going to be reimbursed for that stay because you can't do that. And so that opportunity turned into at ease where mm -hmm. uh, we are a platform that will vet properties, ensure that they fit the federal government housing oh. standard and list those properties, hotels and any other accommodation that uh, our, our, our traveling demographic may need. So um, we started within that space. We are working, we do work with hotels, but we are actually in the process of building our portfolio of vacation rental homes that really allows us to offer them to those travelers um, in a safe vetted way um, mm -hmm. and making sure that they will always get their reimbursement uh, if they book through our platform. That's so great. And, you know, because you're working with veterans, are some, a lot of them especially equipped for handicaps and that sort of thing? So it, it just depends on, so the majority of our travelers are still families who are either active duty or, mm -hmm. you know, or family members of someone who, uh, who is active duty. But, um, you know, the, the collective beauty of our industry is, you know, there are, we are, are friends with someone who has a niche sure. uh, site yeah. that, that does focus mm -hmm. on the accessibility issues because we cool. have no idea. It's a huge yeah. thing. It is much bigger than I right. was thinking. It is huge. Right. I love the name, by, by the way, at ease because of the double meaning, you know, oh, I'm going to be at ease, but it's at ease. So I can't, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I got I to give Anthony and, and Anthony came up with that uh, on yeah. his own. He is the you know military and, and government side of the business. I am the uh the real estate wow. and short-term rental side of the business so um 
No, you know, it's a it's a wonderful idea. And, you know, it's a mission driven, really, uh, our, our company's really mission driven. And mm-hmm. coming from his experience, you know, we do we hire spouses. Um, we are really building something that yes, we want it to be, we want it to function, but we also know that there is this kind of altruistic, you know, we want to solve this problem for families so that they, they have the options, you know, moving is hard, right? You know, staying in short term accommodations should be easy, you shouldn't be forced to hotels or other things, you know, right. just because it's not, you know, someone didn't approve of it. Um, we want to make that process easy for those families and take that stress off their plate. Wow. Well, I feel like you guys have enlightened me a lot. I know I have a lot more to learn. Do you have anything to add with the consideration that many people that will be watching this are in the real estate business of some sort? Mm -hmm. They may be investors. They may be realtors. They may be brokers. They may be coaches. Is there any special messages that you think would be good to add at the end of this that they would like to know? Yeah, I think that, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, the industry is growing, there's, there's room for all, Um, where, where, where I think as an industry, we don't have room for is, is those that just shoot from the hip and making assumptions, educate yourself, you know, like, go ahead and, 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 you know, introduce yourself as, hey, I'm a, I'm a developer, I'm an investor, Um, you know, feel free to go ahead and reach out to either one of us as, you know, we have a, a ton of connections in the space uh, all across the the world. Mm -hmm. Um, We could point you in the right direction. You know, I think that just, you know, educate yourself about regulations. Um, You know, you know, there's so many things, but it just educate yourself. There's, there's opportunity to make a ton of money and, uh, you know, in, in, you know, the whole point that there's a, there's a gentleman in our space that, that harps a lot about, about the importance of, you know, we're here building memories. We're giving memories to families, mm-hmm. right? And so, so, so it's important as a whole that, that we're, that we, you know, as a whole, as a community, as a, as a vacation rental industry, that we're doing it correctly because the whole point is people come and stay in these properties because to build memories, to make mm-hmm. memories with their families. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we do it all right, and we play within the rules, we can all, you know, make a lot of money together. There's a lot of money to be made here mm-hmm. uh, if we if we play nice together. And that's what I love about the space too, is, yeah. is it's super uh, collaborative. Um, right. That's, I guess that's where I have to say about yeah. it. I would echo, I would echo, I would echo that. I think education is the best thing that you can do. And, you know, I learn so much every week in this industry. I learn so much, you know, all this. I feel like I'm continuously learning within this space, but to people who are looking at getting into this, there is a huge difference between, you know, whatever business you were running before in, in terms of like theory and practicality, because of the, we are in hospitality, which means, mm-hmm. you know, being profitable in this space is a little bit different than other businesses. It's not just a cash flow sheet at the end of the day. You actually right. have to be servicing guests. You have to right. make decisions that are smart business decisions, mm-hmm. but you know, ensuring that you're not, you know, cutting off your customer supply or not, you know, putting in things that are going to drive customers away from you just because you're trying to save a dollar here and there. So I would have people really ingrain themselves and understand the nature of this business, understand that this is a people business, first and foremost, you know, 
however you're Amen. trying to get in. And that if you don't understand that, not just theoretically, but actually, you know, you don't we'll like people, to... probably not for you. Well, well, no, you it's like not, unclogging it's, no, toilets, it's, probably well, not for you. Again, oh. right. Or no, but it, and also understanding, like, is what John said that you're, you know, people are having their memories with their families, like understanding that this is hospitality. And so right. if you don't understand hospitality, learn hospitality and then you're going to still need to learn the you know because this is a different side of hospitality it works differently different travelers ingrain yourself in what really you know you know the aspects of your business of what property managers do how they do what they do and what is right. important to them not just oh i'm gonna throw a bunch of money in here and you know stand up a bunch of airbnbs and expect to just cash flow them yeah it's yeah. a bad idea. Trust right. me. I, I trust yeah. you. Yeah. 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 So everybody, I just want to remind our listeners, it's the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast. And um, you guys have been wonderful and also learned about Hopper Home and At Ease. Those were mm-hmm. very, very interesting. Um, air, uh, what would you call them? Hospitality, short-term rental businesses. So thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you for okay. having us. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.